0: 3-5-4, todos bienvenidos a cada uno de ustedes, nuestros amigos, el apetito gigante por Flag Glory, pero especialmente a usted, nuestro oyente español. Han estado con nosotros desde el, el episodio 1, descargando cada episodio, el único Giants Freak en España. Esperamos que Batman haya sido amable contigo en Maloca Hola. y que seas un soldado sin límites. Te amamos, te rogamos que nos envíes un correo electrónico a neversurrenderpod at gmail.com para (laughs) demostrar tu exentencia naranja y que no eres una especie de extraño bot español. Esperamos hablar con usted pronto, pero ahora mismo, lunes por la mañana, bienvenido a Never Surrender by the Squinters. And hello to all the lovely rest of you after our shout out to our one Spanish listener. I hope your appetite is getting wetter because ours is. I'm Needles, the Squinter's own mind host, and I have no one new to introduce to you today. Just three grizzled podcasting professionals to unprofessionally analyze what went down in Adelaide Town tonight. We're gonna hail Heater's big 300s. We're gonna deal with our own personal podcast troll. We'll respond unthoughtfully to another listener email. And come off the long run for Adam Goods. I'm here in the Canberra Squin Studio, and we've got Growler in Sydney. Evening Growl. Good evening. I almost hung up, Needles. I thought I was on the wrong podcast. That <laughs> sort of... Me too. I thought we, I was we, in a bad dream. We, we, we've been we've been joined by Guest Nine. Two in a row. Guest Nine. London. Good morning. No, good afternoon. Good early afternoon, Mel. Yeah. Good day. How you doing? We're very, very well. And excellent. After a, after a long layoff jaunting through the French Riviera and the Balearic Islands, followed by his fourth ACL operation on Wednesday. I imagine he's still munching the endone, calling in from the recuperative couch in Melbourne. Bar-bar-bar-bar-bar-bar, man's back, Jar'emato AMAIN learnings attainments. atlantic music追orts from the streets today. Carson- Man's
1: back, Bartman! Park, How it's going? man I'm good man. Got the leg up, got two ice packs on and yeah as you say munching on some prescription meds. How good are drugs? Australia's most livable city. Did what just happened, the one point victory, did that help your heart rate? Oh goodness. It certainly started the knee throbbing a bit. Got the blood pressure <laughs>
2: oh, up. Jeez. Uh, yeah.
1: Wow. What a what a rollercoaster. And then we had technical difficulties halfway through using someone else's login on uh, an an online platform. Had to switch to the mobile <laughs> phone to watch the rest of the game. Which didn't oh, help. Didn't help the heart rate either. Oh, of all the first world problems. I know. But got there in the end. So. Do we
3: not know do. name that online platform, Bartman? Because it's
1: uh, well, mate, Questionable uh, legality. Well, you know, we're, I'm not sure of the proprietary around naming things like that on our uh, on our soon to be swamped with advert- advertising podcasts. Very, you know? very, oh, that's a Very
0: good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like a the ABC, I try and remain neutral in these uh, <laughs> in these matters. But just quickly take us through it. I mean, I'm right. You you've just you've been drizzling around the French Riviera, and you then have had your fourth ACL. That is not just me putting rumors up, that's what's happened, hasn't it?
1: No, no, well that is, that is correct, uh, Needles. Um, like a lot of us in, in our fair country, I struggle to get leave approved, and uh, you take what you can get, and it just so happens that uh, the leave I could get involved uh, my annual overseas jaunt, and then segued nicely into uh, a week off my feet after a, a redo, redo, redo of the uh, Bumblebee <laughs> on the right. right.
0: What was the best bit overseas? Oh, if, mate, where are you going to recommend um, tell you after what, we win the flag? Where do the Squinners listeners go to sort of bask in the glory? Mate, there is a delicious little spot on the island
1: of Mallorca known as Dea, <laughs> uh, ah, si, si, si. where, where uh, they filmed some of the uh, award-winning um, TV miniseries, The Night Manager. And we went to uh, we went to a delicious seafood lunch there, ruined slightly by me getting stung quite severely by a local jellyfish, um, <laughs> which I still have scars from. But I would say my so my happiest memory was when uh, in broken Spanish I asked, you know, the waitress what I should do. You know, am I, should I be pee, pissing on this right now? You know, what should I be doing? And no, no, it turns out vinegar is the best uh, remedy for this particular sting. And once I got that vinegar on. My day looked a whole lot brighter, so Happy memories in the end. Okay. Can, can, you,
2: can you recap that Spanish for us? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I gestured at my gesture.
1: Yeah, I gestured at my arm and, and made the um the crying face emoji with my face. Right. She was a smart lady. You knew
3: exactly what was going on. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, how, much, uh, how much vinegar did it need? What's the dosage there, Bartman?
1: Mate, uh, three squirts onto a napkin. That seems <laughs> right. to be about
3: <laughs> what you need. <laughs> I thought you'd get the whole bottle of douse and I was imagining you bathing in vinegar. You're bathing. But it, uh, yeah. obviously not.
1: If I'd, yeah, I would have if I'd been given the opportunity. That they're not short doing. of vinegar is either. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. We're in a quite a secluded location. So maybe, uh, you know, staple items like vinegar are a bit harder to come by. Who knows? It worked anyway, which is the main thing. And I didn't have to, um, you know, urinate on my arm (coughs) on on purpose this time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're we're very, very glad you're back, uh, back in the, the home country and you've come back to, to watch a one point victory. But before we get there, I am actually going to bring the final quarter. I want to start with the final quarter, which is a little bit serious. Uh, Before we bounce up with the first quarter of Never Surrender. And when I mean the final quarter, I actually mean a little chat about Ian Darling's documentary about the last years of Adam Good's football career, which is called The Final Quarter. And it aired on Channel 10 last Thursday, and you can still catch it online. Uh, I watched The Final Quarter on Monday night, and Bubs had chipped us on the Facebook thread about not chatting about it last pod, which is fair enough. And... I've watched it now and I've got one or two things to say. So you guys have to listen. And then you've, if you've got your own thoughts, otherwise, uh, fuck it, I'm gonna go for it, which is, God damn it, you racist pricks who booed and yelled Adam Goods out of the game. So the three things that surprised me about that documentary, and I already knew Sam Newman was a racist fuckwit, was how obvious it was that the abuse of Adam began after he achieved what hardly anyone in football has. He was the AFL rising star in 1999. As of today, he's the all-time equal Indigenous games record holder. He was a centre-half back in the Indigenous team of the century. He was the Sydney Swans leading goal kicker between 2009 and 2011. He played 372 games for that one club. He was captain of that club between 2009 and 2011. He won four All Australians, three Swans best and fairest, two premierships and two Brownlow medals and one Australian of the Year and he started using the platform he had built with class and skill and honour to dynamically raise awareness that Australia's comfortable racism was no longer good enough and led the push to improve Australia, which is what every Australian of the Year should be doing. But I was also amazed at how harsh and unrelenting was the noise he faced through 2014 and into 2015, every single game. And I think the unreal amount of bravery and courage and guts and self-belief he must have had to, he must have to f- have faced it and fought it for so long. So, I mean, our listeners, y'all can accuse the squinters of many things, but as paragons of modern Australian diversity, you cannot. We are all well-educated white males who are also very, very funny, but basically, the whole framework of society has been built by people like us for people like us. I've never been racially abused in my life, let alone struggled to get an even break because of my skin colour. As a wannabe politician and arts impresario, I sometimes speak in front of biggest crowds, and I reckon I'm psychologically reasonably robust to cop the shit and have enough self belief in what I'm doing and why. But if I started getting booed and abused like Adam Goods was by thirteen year olds and by entire crowds, I'd be I'd be gone in half an hour. Um, to watch the final quarter was to despair. To have suffered it. Game after game after game after game after game must have been utterly, utterly annihilating. Adam retired in 2015 with games still in him, and he could not or would not come to the grand final parade for retiring players, even though he was the outstanding champion of his generation, because the grand final parade was going to be in front of West Coast and Hawthorne supporters. He might have copped it then as well. He might be genuinely lost to the game, which is the worst possible reflection on the AFL, the people who play it, the people who run it, and we who watch it. So here it is. There's nothing to do except say that we've learned and we will be better next time. Mind you, it was only four fucking years ago. And make empty symbolic gestures. But if that's all we can do, well... Here's mine. I'm sorry, Adam, you were right then, you were right now. You were great then, you were great now. If any of our listeners ever booed Adam Goods in the last years of, of his career, other than when he was kicking at goal, please stop downloading this show immediately. We won't have you. We don't stand racism and we are sick of co-opting the sporting achievements of First Australians as some sort of fig leaf for our continued failure to give them a go in a society we've built over the dead bodies of their ancestors and the ongoing fracturing of their communities. But we're going to keep talking about Bobby Hill because we're in love with him and he wears 37. Right, that's all. Gentlemen, any thoughts? Well-spoken needles. I spent a lot of time ruminating on that and then I ended up writing it at 1am. Guess nine. No. He sent me through a pretty good email, which I've cut and pasted, which I could... He deserves so much better, and surely Australians can be so much better. Yeah, well, that, that's basically
3: that, that's basically my uh, the end point of it. I mean, <clears throat> there comes a point at which human decency kicks in. You are literally bullying a man his uh, a youngish man in his workplace at that point, which shouldn't happen just, uh, in the first instance. And then if you overlay racism on top of that, like that takes to such a dar- such a darker and more sinister place. You know, we can just be better than this. And sport is pantomime. Pantomime villainy is a large part of sport. Like, it's why um, us Squinners fans are so huge on Toby Green, and we don't mind if he gets a bit of flack from opposition players and all the rest of it. But, you know, when it transcends that and it actually starts to weigh on someone's mind, um, you know, and drives them from the game, it's just an absolute travesty. Um, it's a disaster. And I moved over here right around the time that it happened, uh, sorry, moved out from Australia to the UK, and I just couldn't North believe...
0: In. It's really hot there too, 38 degrees or something.
3: It was on Thursday, but it's uh, it's just... It's calmed down now. It's just really muggy and wet. Welcome to London. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it, serious matters. And I was ashamed of the way... Um, being Australian and seeing... Way that Adam Goods was being treated at that point in his career and you know, we're Squinners fans. We're obviously not Swans fans, but you know, he is a champion of the game and he deserves to be lauded as such. And by all accounts he's a champion of a a human being as well. So how you could treat another human being like that, um, it just is beyond me.
0: Yeah, I've banned uh and Andrew Bolt and um, Alan Jones (laughs) from listening to the podcast as well, by the way. And Sam, New- and Sam and Sam, yeah, well, yeah, Sam Newton. I mean, I'm not speaking on behalf of the squinters but I've just I've just decided <laughs> to make a rule that they're not allowed to listen.
2: I agree with everything. I I, I think this movie is must watch yep, for any Australian. Um, uh, hopefully they're going to roll it through schools and wherever it needs to, to go. I think it's um, it's it's actually that there's and there's so much you can talk about that the, the actual film. Um, Firstly, just the way it's put together, the fact that it's all just real footage. There's no, there's there's no way that you can dispute what's being put in front of you. Um, and that's extremely powerful. Um,
0: yeah, there's no hindsight. It's just as it was.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. Real footage, real audio, um, you know, headlines in papers. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's raw. Um, and I think. Um, just to echo Rolly's points, so and I think Stan Grant um, summed it up pretty well for me in the uh, in, in the actual movie when he, uh, he I can't remember the exact line, but he, he basically referred to a point: that no, no matter what, how, why, or how, how you think you're booing Adam Goodes, um, when it's visibly hurting someone, or um, they're they've acknowledged that they're hurting from the booing that is um, occurring. Um, in a civilised society, you should stop doing that. And um, I think that pretty much sums up, um, you know, the, the basis of it all um, outside of, um yeah, obviously the, the, the racial aspect. Um, but yeah, it's, um, a, a, it, it's hard to call it a great film, um, but it's a very powerful film. It's not, I, I don't find, I didn't find it, you know, enjoyable to watch, but um, it's, it's definitely very powerful.
0: Um, you know, I don't want to agree with you agreeing with me, but I agree with you. Yeah, we, we all agree. I think we agree. I, I forgot how well-spoken Adam Goods was. Right? He, he
2: he he was so composed and um, spoke so well through that whole period. Um, yeah, and it's, it's hard to see how people could go ahead and attack him for the words that were coming out of his mouth.
0: Coming out there again and again and, and it happening and it happening and it happening, it would have been... He fought it for so long, but no wonder you eventually gets you.
3: Yep. Well, also the thing, my understanding was that a lot of it started around some of the comments he made in his um, Australia of the Year speech when he was actually being conciliatory. Yeah. When, when the Indigenous people of Australia have a you know, cause, and a they strong cause to, to be angry. Exactly. But he was the one who was extending the olive branch and to have – the olive branch squatted away and then spat on. So, yeah, how, how you manage to keep your composure in the face of that, as Adam did, is incredible. And it, and it just shines. It, it t- makes it an even worse reflection on those segments of Australia that would boo someone when they when they'd be the ones who've you know come in peace or you know offering to heal the nation.
0: Yeah, well, we were the ones who broke it. Mm. Um, Bobby Hill, he was thirty-seven. That's wonderful. And long may he do so, I guess. Long yeah. may on, he do so. In on that note. Like this one. Yeah.
3: You mentioned in your little spiel there that uh, up until today he was the you know, Adam was the games record holder for Indigenous Australians. Is that? Yeah. Who who went
0: past him? No, 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 equaled him, Silk. Uh, Burgoyne. Ah. Oh, really? Yeah, really. yeah played yeah, his, his 372nd game today, lost against Brisbane, who are looking good, looking mm. really good for the finals. Uh, so they are now equal. Yeah, wow. Hell, hell of a player to be joint top. They're the two absolute
3: superstars of the game.
0: Yeah, extraordinary. We will move on to the first quarter. Uh, the issues of the week. Heath Shaw played his 300th game just tonight. How do we rate him, gentlemen? Fabulous or failure? Happy verse, man.
3: <laughs> tonight tonight <laughs> or across his career?
0: <laughs> no, just in general, but also tonight. I mean, uh, I, fa- like the jo- I like the job right that he tonight. did on Dugowie in his 299th. Uh, yeah. Last week, he fucking took him well out and truly out of the game. Well, he's played every uh, game almost like, like... He's played almost every game almost the same. You've always got a bit of uh,
3: flamboyance there with Heath, but you don't get to 300 games without having a lot of substance behind it as well. So he's fabulous,
0: obviously. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't been dropped since sort of his sixth game. It took him a long while, or something like that. I was reading a bit of a story about him, and then he he got his act together, pulled his finger out, and locked it in.
1: Yeah, yeah, he had a big preseason, I think, oh five, oh six, and then was dropped round one, and thought Ugh, even having a big preseason hasn't made a difference. But then was in the team round two, and then you know he's been a lock since was, then. Was pretty much a lock since then. I, I thought the... <coughs> you know a testament to whether he's fab or a flop is all the testaments that that have come out of the woodwork this week from the yep. past players yep. um from across both clubs about what a great guy he is and what a great teammate he is um and even there was a little package watching watching the game today where you had still sidebottom and a few other collingwood players recording tributes to him and um recalling with with fondness their time on the field with him and what an honor it was to pull a jumper on with him so I mean, I think, you know, and every single person said
0: how difficult it looked like he was going to run. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I mean, I just think that's the ultimate uh, tribute in football is is the the respect and admiration of the people you run out there with or against um, week in and week yeah and and against sorry uh, week in week out. So I don't think there's any question that he's fabulous uh, or that he's not a flop. And, um, you know, I think he adds to his, his fab nature with a bit of a, you know, a cheeky disposition, um, some, some hectic, you know, uh, social media uh, posts and... Um, a bit of sizzle. A bit of sizzle here <laughs> and there, a bit of, yeah, a bit of,
0: a bit of gamesmanship, if you can call that, you know? So absolutely, absolutely fabulous. And, I mean, he's got, he's got two All-Australians with the Giants, that's Correct. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think he's been outstanding for the Giants mm. as a backline <laughs> yeah. general. And but and also one of the iconic grand final moments with the smother on Rewalt. Oh. He ran from sort of on the offensive side, the Collingwoods offensive side of the halfway. He was sprinting full gut all the way following the ball just to see if there was an opportunity he could make to affect something. And I think
1: they
2: replayed that about 10 times.
0: Yeah, I know. The game tonight. And
1: as a backman growler, I could watch it. On oh, absolutely, loot, my friend.
2: That, if, that oh. if that's your one highlight from your career, you'd, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd that it's like a gif, man.
1: It's like a gif in a you know a funny chat conversation <laughs> with someone that you just click on the gif and it just it's the gif that just keeps giving. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: Yeah. laughs> I, yeah, I thought you were winding up for that,
2: Batman. <laughs> I was going to try and see <laughs> in front of you. i glad we missed you, Batman. Uh, oh. Yes. How, how do you think Nick Rebolt feels about that? Oh,
1: that, that's sorry, and I don't mean to slam a champion. We've <laughs> just you know, been talking about that's not what the are all about. But, but you are almo- going to slam a champion that's almost That's almost part of what makes it such a delicious gif. Because it, it was like, Nick. Yeah, because yeah. even in the moment, he the- throws his head back in complete.
0: Despair. He knows what he's Because it's
1: not just I missed the goal. It's like I know how this must have looked to the 99,000 people in the ground and the 2.67 million people watching <laughs> this live on TV and the 9.87 million worldwide TV audience watching it on a delay, you know? Yeah. like He but, knew in I, that instant that this is going to be gifable for forevermore. <laughs> and the Speaking photo, of, like,
0: he, he had a full kick as well. Like it's a perfect oh, no. swing. It was like... Yeah.
1: Yeah. foot the above the head foot above <laughs> the
0: head
1: <laughs> hey, that was going out of the MCG <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd still that be an Albany well.
3: yeah that was the first no, that final was the
0: second, no that was the second, oh, was final, final, second final which makes it even uh, sweet it just yeah. makes yeah, it even it was sweet. going to be St Kilda's first goal no, it, it was 12 block Collingwood yeah. 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 What were you going to say though? Guest nine.
3: I was going to say, um, and I don't mean to get distracted from me, sure, but we've mentioned Nick Rewind. I'll tell you what, a highlights package of his uh, career lowlights wouldn't be happy watching for him, would it? You know, when he, no. he snapped the, low, the hamstring off the bone, when Mal Michael's giving him a couple of bumps on the dodgy shoulder as he's running off, <laughs> that that moment in the grand final, it wouldn't be a happy highlights package.
0: So thanks very much, Heath Shaw. I, I like his shtick, particularly in the past, in the last two hundred and fifty games. The photo that he was, the photos that they had where he was in the boots, but with the suit jacket on top, um, yeah. are classic. Or he showed up to a showed up to a press conference wearing a cricket helmet.
1: Yeah, you know, saying, yeah. Happy, <laughs> I love that, happy that the AFLs approved the new head headgear. <laughs> uh, I like the I like the way he runs. Like every joint below his hips is like. Arthritic. Everyone says that. Like, apparently Mick
0: Mullaus just went. What the fuck (laughs) is this guy? Should he play next year? He's got. He's on 300 games to get to 314 or 315 in the family record of his uncle Tony. He'll Mm -hmm. obviously need to play through next year. He said he won't if they win the GF, but he might if he's feeling okay. Leon thinks.
1: Leon's Leon's apparently told him. Well, I mean, he's said to be be celebrating
0: for a year. Growler, that would be his thing.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay. He'd be off with Swanee in Vegas, I imagine. And you know, yeah. Swanee being one of the people who recorded a, a, a delicious uh, congratulation message for him this week, so hats off to Swanee if he's listening.
0: I mean, because I actually think in the weeks, probably four or five of the weeks prior to last week, he was off. He was making a few yeah. serious errors and wasn't having a huge impact. Well, I think it's a win-win yeah, win I... if we win the
3: flag and he and he retires. So uh, I'm I'm going for that one.
1: I also just think though that you you know if four quarters football is a long time. He, the camera's not on him for a lot of it, especially when the Giants are doing well. So you're not seeing what he's doing for, unless you're at the game, um, off the ball in terms of his communication, his direction to younger players, and just the effect he has on his direct opponent. Like you'd hate to play on him, man. Like oh even if you're God. having yeah. an okay day, just it would you knew it would be four quarters. Niggle, of niggle,
0: niggle, niggle, Nick. niggle, niggle, niggle. Yeah, and niggle. He,
1: so you that you can't put a price on on niggle. It's That's uh, true. it's one of the great, you know, uh, one of the great commodities in our game. Ch- Champion data, <laughs> one of the least, the last oh. unmeasured, unmeasured stats is That's, y- well, y- Once y- we impact. once we get on field mic, if we got all the players mic'd up <laughs> and we can get like a three pat, a three judge panel adjudicating a niggle out of ten, <laughs> you know, I'm, he would be a competition. Which, you know, uh, be by a the
0: way, um, trademark squidders. <laughs> sorry what i'm trademarking your idea for the squitters so when we turn that into oh. monetize it uh, yeah. you just got to make sure that no one else takes it we can have an
1: we can have a weekly uh niggle thon where people call in with with niggle and we rate it and having said ab- a niggle award i mean i, I like also, niggle as much I, as you I, do I
0: niche, not a good not a bad idea
3: <laughs>
1: i, I, <laughs> I love like to get
0: bad needles <laughs>
3: I love Dingle as much as you do, Bartman, but I'd take it from the great Jonathan Brown... But he reckons the bloke he hated playing on the most, because he was a, a man who loved to give out a bit of niggle himself, but the man he hated Physical playing niggle. on niggle. Yeah, was Simon Prestigiacomo. He reckons he was in ear all game, every game, and Prestigiacomo gave you absolutely nothing back. He was like a, a black hole of niggle. Yeah, well, that's. Which that's is its like own anti- sort of niggle. It is. It's anti niggle. It's like anti matter. So it's actually yeah. just as powerful
1: as niggle, just in the opposite direction. So oh, Presty was a master. He was <laughs> the master.
0: You weren't a niggle merchant. Guess nine. You were a silent steward, weren't you?
3: Uh, you know, every now, Mate, you know, I like to mix it up. I never had one go to. You've got to have different strings to your bow needles when you're as yeah. bad a footballer as me.
1: Wear different hats depending on the uh, setting. Absolutely. Yeah. I was always terrified
3: and, that'd get better. And also, if you could knock a bloke out, then, you know, basically you didn't have to uh, resort to any of that sort of frippery. How many blokes did you knock out? At least Five. Fuck.
0: Or
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least put them off the field, not necessarily knocked out. I think Owen actually incust one. In, but if they go off the field, shoulder, ankle, whatever, mate, they're off. I don't remember any of
1: them. In, in Mal's defence, <laughs>
2: bullshit
3: growler.
1: In Mal's defence. <laughs> in, in Mals defence, or, or in in it, by way of explanation, he played a large proportion of his career on a field with a very hard cricket pitch in the middle of yeah. it.
2: So, uh, yeah. So That
1: always that always helps with cracking a few skulls. Mm.
2: Mal also studied the rotations from the other team and just tackled someone right before they were. <laughs> the <ball. laughs> That's
3: perfect from you, Growler. You get you get seven out of ten for on podcast nickel for that one. Yeah, um, weren't you in New York for five out of the seven years that we, you know we were supposed to be playing together? Oh, yeah. There we go.
0: I could be uh, I could be wrong, games. but I think we've
3: strayed off topic here. No, no, no. We're good. Yeah. Wait, look,
0: Heath Shaw. This what is we talking what he Started looking forward to the next three hundred. <laughs> I just want to give a quick shout out to fellow diabetic and football hero Sam Reed. He is Ooh. signed on for another year. Great arms, today. according to my to my wife. Is Best right? arms on the oh, field. Really? Yeah, she loved him. Eats a shitload of turmeric. That's my only insight into Sam Reed. He's quite bronzed. Maybe that's why.
1: Ooh.
0: Well, you know, glad to have you. See you, see you next year, Sam. Now, but the, I, I sent around an article that it came up. Um, Carolyn Wilson wrote it about. New South Wales, the New South Wales and Queensland clubs are going. To, they're sort of banding together to push the AFL to address what they perceive as inequalities. Uh, if any of you got to read it, I mean the the pressy was mostly the go home factor is the WARS or SAFL or the big clubs in Victoria, and New South Wales and Queensland clubs tend to battle because not as many people play, they're not as people want to come there, and it's more expensive. Any was there. Was there method in Amanda's? Was there truth in what you were saying?
3: I um I found the most interesting point of that that the AFL Players Association appears to be on board with uh, the northern clubs in the non-traditional Aussie rule states having some sort of allowance like that. Now it was interesting. Yeah, the the, um, the, 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 the non, Swans
2: non-cola. yeah, you can't call they, it. Cola they want their players in. to get paid more.
3: Yeah, well, but but the AFL Players Association represents all players. Um, and without any club interest alignment, um, as I understand it, and it's, it's always fascinating in the administration of sports where you've got that um, distinction between what the players want is not necessarily always what the clubs want, and this appears to be one of those occasions where the clubs don't want to be disadvantaged by other clubs having some sort of allowance, which allows them to uh, recruit and retain talent more effectively, but the players want it because it's an overall uh, player welfare issue. Um, And so I was anti it when I first read it because I was always anti the Swans' cola. Um, But then seeing the players, I've always been, the guys out on the field, they're the ones who do the job. And if the players' association is behind it, and that means that a majority of their members must be behind it, then
2: basically it's probably the right direction. I I think this can open a massive can of worms um, in terms of free agency, discussions and all that sort of stuff but i i the, the, the cola for me just doesn't make any sense for players in today's um today's game They're, they're getting paid so well average that, of
0: 360 dollars yeah so like they're talking about it being uh, that's that's a, that's, a an league. League. Yeah, yeah, that, that's an average that that's with quite true. a big spread yep. just remember what the first yeah, year yeah. the first year players are on yeah university maths right there thank you very much <laughs>
2: Yeah, but there's also, you know, they talk about you know, being more expensive in Sydney and you see where you know the majority of the the players are living in the eastern suburbs or or somewhere there. They're living in the more expensive parts of Sydney. They they're not they're not battling. Um, I, I wouldn't say. Um, the, the the bit that uh, I I do have a bit of sympathy for and this is probably but for those those younger players is the fact that around – there was a comment around, around finals time there's, um, there's uh, the potential to earn 10 to 20 grand in appearances around Melbourne where they wouldn't get that opportunity in Sydney. Um, you know, there's like – you know, those first-year players might have the opportunity to do that in Melbourne where they might not in Sydney. Is, is that, that right? And, and that Brisbane. Kind of makes And sense. the Gold Coast. Let's not forget that there are two true. teams in Queensland.
1: Might be time for a second team. sorry that that gag was from uh from the front bar this week
0: i I laughed with sam (laughs) pang said it was good (laughs) well reused (laughs) shout out to sam if he's listening what do the (laughs) squidders do we recycle absolutely um yeah the fair point scrawler i i why did the cola then make sense why was it initially introduced if it doesn't make sense now or did it never make sense was the cola? Was that the
2: Brisbane?
0: No, no, it was for thing. No, no, just so Swans, that they, they had a retention out.
3: allowance in Brisbane. Yeah, it was for the Swans when there was considerable disparity in cost of living between Sydney and uh, the rest of the country, which I still think exists, but has moderated somewhat, particularly in respect of Melbourne, the other major footy market, and actually uh, Perth, since things have gone a bit ballistic there, mining boom and all the rest of it.
0: But, but I mean, it used to cost ten dollars for a cup of coffee in Perth, didn't it? The mining boom. Yeah, that's Uh, what I heard. Things
2: have changed,
1: Growler.
0: But I mean, the point is though that the the New South Wales and Queensland clubs are pushing against the tide or swimming against the tide. Like they are, it it is more difficult for them to keep to attract players and keep players than it is for the other clubs. Yeah,
3: so call it a retention allowance or something like that. And and absolutely. if a player can go and earn an extra 10 or 20 grand, you know, for appearances in grand final week, and, and that's just taking one week of the year, the opportunities to move into media post-career and so on and so forth in Melbourne and the traditional football states are so much higher. Yeah. And that's got yeah. to have a financial if, – if you were putting a net present value on that, you know, that would have a, a positive net present value in today. So, therefore, if you play your footy in a northern state or a non-traditional football state, perhaps there is a – an argument that that you should be compensated for not having those same opportunities. How do you put
1: a price on living in a state where all the chicks your age know what you look like and are actively pursuing you?
3: That's what I want to know. Didn't Buddy move away from Melbourne
1: to get away from (laughs) it? He'd done all he could in Melbourne (laughs)
0: when he left. What I, I I I'm going to call, by 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 I'm allegedly that by all reports right,
1: right now. I'm on the field
0: and <laughs> yeah, he, he he kicked a hundred goals one season. Yeah, say, he did, didn't he? Congratulations, gentlemen. I think we've done. We've we've made a new record. Thirty-three minutes into, thirty-four minutes into the pod before we turn our minds to the actual reason uh for the cast, which is what just happened in Adelaide. GWS versus Port Adelaide. I'm gonna say it wasn't the greatest advertisement for football.
2: It was a frustrating game. But
0: we got a win by one point. Port Adelaide are buggered, but we're now two in a row. Yeah. And the streaks re the streaks begun again. On a roll. Uh puts us in fifth. Keeps us in fifth for a little while as well. That would that was a difficult game. The games get easier in theory from now on. Review it for me, chaps. Uh, who was God. your best on Growler who was I, your best on I can only assume it was Hames. pissing down Hames. with rain yeah fair enough was it had, had to be Hames. Uh I don't Hames. know who actually got yeah. it Davis yeah. Davis took or Davies. Davis took five of the 15 <laughs> intercept marks at some point
1: yeah, the Davis took more intercept marks than Haynes, but Haynes were much more difficult intercept marks than a lot of Davis's I thought. Haynes is and a jet. Haynes, he worked
0: up the
2: ground a bit more.
1: Yeah, and he also, yeah, he's, he, his body got banged up more in those intercept marks, and then he used the ball. I mean, Phil Davis used the ball pretty well, but on a couple of occasions looked quite unsure wh- what he was going to do halfway through his kicking action coming off halfback. So Haynes was just an absolute rock, and he's been doing it for, you know, two or three years. The bloke's in yeah. All-Australian. If he's not an All-Australian
3: this year... I'm I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, Phil no, Davis disposal I, I, I think efficiency those two. official stat was ninety four point one Bartman, so uh... it's oh, about Mal body language the for me, man. <laughs> he was Excellent. confused said, but he got it done.
1: Yeah. He... <laughs> His, his, the rest of his players had to fall all over themselves trying to mark his kicks. Oh, yeah, fair so, enough, fair yeah, I yeah,
3: understood. Yeah.
1: So that can make your stats look better than, um, you know, how it looked off the boot. Anyway, he played That's very cool. well as well. I'm just making the point that Haynes was like head, shoulders, and, you know, ripped torso above him.
3: Mm. In, True. In that Haynes, Haynes was playing loose for most of the game as well, behind the uh, ball. Which all, the the ball do, yeah. all the best players do, Mal. All the best players <laughs> do. It certainly makes you look better, though.
1: That no, is... Well you can't you can't blame him if 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 the other team put a loose man behind the ball, yeah. then no, no. we put one behind the ball. So
0: that is a super important win though. Be it only by oh, points, yeah. so it's not quite the percentage booster. And Port Adelaide are obviously hot and cold, but it's on their home ground. They were fighting for their finals. Yep. And
2: it was a physical game as it well. Was, it
0: was it was rigged, gritty, Toronto was everywhere. Was, yeah. It was one of I those know, games no. where both
1: teams just overused it, was sloppy, like there was as I said, I think in our chat, it seemed that every hand pass was just missing the mark, but for both teams. Every kick was, was to to the wrong spot slightly for both teams. And it was if it wasn't for guys like Haynes and, and Davis for us, and I think Westhoff for them, particularly Westhoff in the first great, quarter. Yeah. First and Robbie half, Gray. And Robbie Gray, who was actually kicking goals up forward, then yeah. we should have
0: kicked away. But Well, they kicked 7-12. Oh. It was one of those bad kickings, bad football. It was 8-8 to 7-12, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the opportunity. Someone, take... someone they should have in kicked more Scudges goals chat. if they
0: wanted to win.
3: Yeah. We should have been six goals up in the first quarter, They probably. Dorsal missed a couple uh, yeah. of two shots. Two posts. Really... He hit both posts, the Dorsal. Yeah, that's right. The first two kicks of the game for him. And you're like, he's not a man who normally misses those sort of shots. And you think if we got those, we would have been maybe five goals to one up into the first quarter. And it could have turned into a route like Collingwood did last week. Yeah, and I have to say that.
1: That's the pattern when we play well and be- and win well. It's usually on the back of a big first quarter, yes. you know, moderate second quarter, and then potentially a bit of a coasting later. But yeah, I was thought we were setting up for that. But those two cl-
0: posts from the dorsal, cool. Jesek yeah. did- and then one of the Jessica last goal. Well. Well. Oh,
1: um,
0: I got a text from a mate. Clutch. Toby Green is the best football footballer of all time. It wasn't Sydney Stack. Interesting, uh, but I don't know about that. Toby was pretty strong. I mean. They had limited opportunities in the forward line even even dorsal kicked three two in the end didn't he well he all did, yeah. th- you yeah. can you can yeah. see the limited opportunities the
1: forward line i mean jez has been doing it all year but all three of them ventured down to the wings and then even into the back line like harry himmelberg the dorsal what about jc they're all making they're all Robert making Dray tackles yeah, line, in, in defensive yeah. 50. all three of them were doing it um, i mean it had to be done obviously yeah, but it, it did leave us a bit stretched when we did manage to affect a turnover, but usually we'd turn it back over by the time we crossed halfway, so well, it was just a frustrating game to watch in many ways. It was. Mm. And
0: a tense little, uh, tense little, well, all
1: of the last quarter. Um, yeah. But which, can I just give a quick plug to our the man of the hour, Heater? I mean, I think <laughs> it's games like that where a guy like him comes to the fore, and he did give away a costly free kick late in the game, but... He was also, I'm sure, instrumental in, in the team being able to engineer six minutes of, you know, having possession without scoring at the end of the fourth quarter. Like that was pretty impressive. And, and he, 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 and he actually would be yelling
0: possession with scoring, but I suppose. You know what? I mean. Yeah, I do, but just personal preference.
3: Okay. Well, he also went out there and uh, and took the toughest job uh on the ground and mm. in, in sort of minimizing the effect of Robbie Gray uh once Robbie Gray got going a little bit. So Yeah, you know,
1: mate, I, in in my 300s, I thought I, you know, I thought, you know, in your 300s you'd you'd be hey, get to run go, around. <laughs> yeah, I'll go loose. I'll go loose in defense. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me forward, boys. Does, uh, <laughs> I, I've
2: got a Got a question for everyone. Can we keep two Ruckman for the rest of the year? can we afford it? Just be, a, and and
3: Sammy care.
2: Taylor and not if it well. Dawson Mummy. And, and and um uh Sammy Taylor went down with a, a leg injury in the first quarter or early second quarter or something. And mm. it means we're effectively down another player. resting mummy or Dawson in the forward pocket, then they weren't really doing much. And unless one of them's you know, a really good tap ruckman, which I wouldn't yeah, describe no. either of them as. No, you wouldn't. They're both physical presences. They, yeah. looked,
1: they both they both um, had had contested ball opportunities deep in the forward line. Like I remember, in particular, Mummy probably got his arms chopped by Westhoff at one point, which for a mark that would have been you know quite a valuable one. They created contests down there. They're big bodies. They they make the players around or the opposition players around them know that they're there. I, look, I don't think moving forward, once we get some of our stars back, they'll both stay in the team. But equally, I think they're both acquitting themselves quite well, and we're two from two with this recipe. So, you yeah. know, I don't. Is True. there someone you've got in mind, Growler, to come in at the expense of one of those guys from the reserves or something? If no, no. one else comes up from the injured list.
2: No, no, it's just you know, since you know the, that, those injuries to the midfield, we the last couple of weeks, as you say, we've shifted to two rucks. I just don't know whether that. I don't think we can carry two rucks against the best teams in the competition.
1: No, I, 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 the commentators on TV made that point, but it does create a mismatch. It does create a um, a matchup headache for the opposition backline. You know, with, with yeah. teams with smaller defenders, it, it can be a
0: good thing, and that's so maybe against that's, the right team. Yeah, well, I think that I was mean, the idea against, against Collins, the swan, wasn't so it? yeah, an undersized. Backline, backline, yeah. yeah, undersized. Rusts, I wouldn't be, to be surprised fair. if we. I wouldn't be surprised if we stick with this for next week. At least. A Couple of players to come in, mind you. It might be De might be or uh, dubious, and possibly Kelly as well. I
1: would love that. <laughs> Either <laughs> I, both. Agreed.
0: I mean, and look, we we you know is Whitfield the difference? He's been back for three weeks. We lost against Richmond, but have played and won the last two. Is the surgeon our guy?
1: Our lucky, a lucky talisman. Not lucky.
0: I just think precise kicking on both feet with an ability to run. Our, all our lucky day, talisman, really, really <laughs> useful. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Do, do they
2: have Mal stats Good. Do they have stats on how many kilometres he or? covers in the game? Like he he is all over the place,
1: and it's yeah, a you lot. Find
2: that. I think you've got
1: to pull that little uh,
2: disc out of the back of his jumper
1: at the end of the game, Growler, and plug yeah. it into some kind of computer. I, I don't think
3: the Squinners uh, released that data publicly, Growler, but they are certainly analysing oh. it in the uh, the brand's sure, trust there. Mm.
0: Batman, who was your best on?
1: Ah, good question. I haven't actually thought... I, actually, I'd say um, I thought Jeremy Cameron played very well. It's, I know it's a cop-out to say he's the best on ground e- again, but... I just think every time he gets the ball forward, he's dangerous. Apart from that one time he missed a point blank goal, um, <laughs> he's got that in him, hasn't he? he? <laughs> he's he's tackling pressure inside fifty was really important last week, and I th- I think it was there again this week. And he was you know he was all the way down making holding the ball tackles deep inside um, defensive fifty.
3: He absolutely crunched Robbie Gray at one he's stage, there, didn't he? That was awesome.
1: I mean, I, I just like it was a real team. I don't know that anyone stood out over head and shoulders for me, other than Haynes, obviously. In fact, I'll say it's Haynes. There you go.
3: I thought Storms, he played pretty well as well. He gave oh, us a yeah. spark for yeah. five minutes there where a couple of important goal assists or a couple of important interventions leading up to a and goal. That pick up, and about about always, that, oh, yeah. that pick-up, <laughs> what oh, about that hand-of-God pick-up? Nothing Nothing came of that in the end. I don't think a score came of that. But um, certainly in the third where... Um, Horde closed us down quite a lot. Stormy Stormsy really stood up there for a couple of minutes and uh, blew it. it oh, was instrumenting in in a couple of goals, which
0: put us out there. Tim Taranto, who's been, he was flat a few weeks ago, and but he, he, he was up, popped up with thirty-one disposals and fifteen contested possessions. It was tackling every fucking person. Um, yeah, I thought. I thought last couple of weeks he's been a bit again.
1: flat. But he, he makes up for it when he is flat with amazing tackling pressure. Yeah. Like invariably he's up there, thereabouts on the tackle count. So
0: he's always an, an absolute beast. Does this set us up? Are we set up for the for the Swans at Giant Stadium next week? Swans oh. are still to play, obviously. Yeah, we interesting to see pass. how they go.
3: The Swans stink though. I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: We
0: should win and we should win at Giant Stadium. Yeah.
3: In fairness to the Swans,
1: the problem with them is their spirit never breaks. That's yeah, what's so yeah. annoying about them. Like, even when they're playing, like, absolute poo, they still yeah, try, they
3: still try right to the end. And, uh, that famous that, no dick, dickheads, uh, you know, policy, but why are they such dickheads? They just don't know when they're beaten. <laughs>
1: it's very frustrating to watch.
3: You know, they can't make the finals. Just go home. Let us uh, have a romp, you know?
0: Blood a few kids, bloods. That's
3: what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. Mal, you and I might not be there because we might be in London. But what about Growler or Batman? You going to be at um, the Bean Store?
1: Is it this weekend? This unfortunately, this, I this don't coming think weekend. It, it no. is at
0: Saturday August at two ten p.m. Family friendly. Growl Saturday um, August, August the third. Third. Yeah. So this Saturday at, at only Sorry. 10 past two.
1: I'll be day working. three of the I'll ashes. Be... Ooh. I'll be uh, knee-deep in a 14-hour shift at work. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> no so you're probably
0: uh, unlikely, I guess.
1: Well, hopefully I can stream it live. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, not going to make it out there, Yeah, though. fair enough.
0: Well, I mean... Sorry, there fans. There was 15,000, they said, 15,000-plus at the Collingwood game, so another big crowd would be. that would help for the, fi- for the drive into the finals. If we're fifth now, um, I did the ladder predictor Week. again. I reckon we finished third... Fourth or third or something like yeah. that, end up playing Richmond in the in the first round of yeah. the finals is my thing, and Richmond, Richmond. and Richmond in the grand final, yeah. Yeah. both at the end. How are you getting
3: Richmond at uh, needs? How are you getting Richmond there? Where are you getting them finishing second?
0: Something like they're they're on. What about the Weagles though, mate? Like who are they
3: going to drop games?
0: To? Well, exactly. I will. I, Anyone outside of Perth no. play the Lions? Yeah, but
3: I think they're basically playing in Perth till the end of the season.
0: The Tigers they got play, next week? No, no, no. They play the Tigers at I've, the MCG. <laughs> Oh right, so so mate, the, uh, Carl- Carlton will be the Tigers have sure no, won last four on. games at the MCG. Did you watch them today? But they've got yeah, they were Carlton were excellent, but they've got the Lions. Carlton are not a Google. good side. They are five of five they out are. of the last six. They
1: just needed. They just. We'll speak to um, Squinter's Squin- 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 associate on. Gary Birch. He'll tell you they just needed a few key things adjusted by Teague, and he's done it. And now they're. I'm
3: I'll oh, be seeing Gary Birch in about an hour at the Seabright Arms in uh, East London. Don't you worry about that.
0: <laughs> well, get him to chew your ear wank. off about what Teague's Just done. wank. Rewatch um, <laughs> so the game. So the night... I think creeped, he was sleeping off his jet lag. The the night creeps towards midnight, which is... And so we'll do the last quarter, third quarter, play, uh, fourth quarter, play on at all costs. We have some more fan correspondence that came through this week. Yes. Yeah, from General Giant. Hey, guys, enjoying the show? With the feeling that Patton is on his way out, brackets to Hawthorne supposedly end brackets, either for a fresh start or because uh Todge? Did anyone get who Todge was? And I
3: had no idea. I, had, I went and had a look at the list, didn't know have any idea who Todd is. Who's
0: the fuck's Todge? Is it Jeremy Finlayson?
3: Maggie. He's the Dorsal mate.
0: Todd and HH hmm. have passed him. Could be yeah. Dorsal then. Yeah. Let's just assume it's Finlayson. Well, maybe
3: maybe General Giant, you know, this General Giant, because obviously Jonathan Patton's uh, nickname is the General. Maybe he's been clever and self-identified. Maybe it's from him. Maybe that's how he knows Patton is going to Hawthorne. Okay, so... And maybe how, that's why he knows these internal like club nicknames. I like love Tom. that,
0: and I'm going to... Hey, guys, enjoy the show. With the feeling that I'm on my way out to Hawthorne, supposedly, <laughs> either for a fresh start and, or because uh, Todd and HH have passed me, would you think Segler would be a good good for a trade, considering where our ruck, ruck stocks are at the moment? And in regards to the latest, like latest pod, Kenner was absolutely hard done by, should have been, sure, having some self-reflection, uh, John Patton. <laughs> yeah, general hmm. JP Patton. Se- Segler for Patton? <laughs>
3: I think he's trying to get himself to Hawthorne. This is the point, mate. So, yeah, um, yeah we'll take Segler for him because I, you know, I love the general. I love a big I love the marking general. forward.
0: but a, yeah. a short-stepping big man. Well, yeah. he reminds me of myself, needs. <laughs> <laughs> um, a self-hating big man. But we'd take that, I think. I mean, obviously, the, the chat is about uh, the Giants are into Paddy Ryder, who went all right today. He certainly out-manoeuvred mm. our ruckman. But Segler's not terrible. And is Segler younger than Paddy
3: as well? Paddy's only sort of a, you know, couple of year prospect, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah.
0: And Segler's way behind Big Boy McAvoy. Do the Hawks want to get rid of Segler is- though, because Big Boy McAvoy's. No, we don't know very much about
1: Segler.
3: Well.
0: I think that's a very good email by John. I think he makes some very good points and I would agree with him. I'd take him I'd take Segler for him.
1: Yeah, maybe throw in a low draft pick some you know a mid range draft pick somewhere as well.
0: Yeah. The only um
1: Patents former number one draft pick, you know? Yeah, yeah I is. do. Yeah.
0: But yeah, a three time ACL. And is it hard to come but back so to the But so is Tom Boyd ACL? mate and I think we got the uh, the best out of that one as well.
1: Well we didn't get a premiership out of him and he pretty much
0: delivered that to the Bulldogs on a plate. So. But, but he's retired um, now, isn't
1: he? Yeah, but I still I still don't think we got the best of that deal. But it? man, after, after you did no, your
0: three me. three ACLs, how confident did you feel about coming back and having an impact?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. I I don't I don't uh I don't make sudden changes of direction anymore. Put it that way. Right. I uh if I if I'm not walking or jogging in a straight line um I'm stationary. Yeah, so Th- those are those are my two modus operandi. It, it now, wasn't good for I ru- suppose a hard for leading it, it forward good can for ru- still work. <laughs> No no but I think a, perhaps a hard leading forward can can have you know standing still and running in a straight line as his as his or her two you know major modes of action um but so I was uh, I was done after the first one I think but credit to but- the general he's come back after both previously and and contributed so there's no reason to suspect that with his superior uh you know biological material and much better physical uh, capacity and um, support staff around him, he won't be able to come back from this knee either. Shout out to you John if you listen. Well he's obviously riding in, he's definitely <laughs> he's, yeah. um, he's got a lot of time to say, on his hands, doesn't we, he?
0: We, we, we disagree <laughs> with him um, about should have been sure having some self-reflection, that's a bit of a dig at your own teammate, that's a bit harsh but interesting, you mentioned Kenneth was absolutely hard done by. Kennedy was selected in this week's team, and then and then was replaced by Keith because he had an issue with yeah. his heart. Yeah, it's, yeah, it actually
3: says it actually says heart.
0: Yeah,
3: in of um, late changes, and you're like, basically, it basically it's, it's not what you want to see. You but also, I hope that. Hope Adam Kennedy's well, uh, going
1: okay. We're all assuming they mean the actual heart and not the yeah, spiritual yeah.
2: heart. <laughs> yeah. It's not the heartstrings.
1: Well, it's important to clarify this stuff,
2: guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes no, it, someone's I not having you... enough of
1: a
3: dig on the track. <laughs> <laughs> um, Didn't we get that mail uh, last week, though, that he had uh, late, late, after the warm up last week, he had some funny arrhythmia with his heart, yeah. and that's why he was late. Exclusion, of, you know, if, if that's happened the week before, you'd, you wouldn't expect a bloke to uh, have dealt with that in a week, I don't think. And I don't know, Bartman, you're uh, in the medical field.
1: Yeah, look, the heart's tricky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They're the insights that it's, people listen thanks. for. 52 minutes <laughs> in. Thanks, doctor. The heart's <laughs> tricky. <laughs> and, no, let me finish, please, Needles. Uh, generally, we have a low threshold to uh, postpone you know, phys- physically stressing activities uh, where there's any suggestion that there may be something uh, untoward going on, and those things should be investigated thoroughly. So, so you yeah, what does that mean? Exactly. Hats yeah. off to the Giants staff for treating this with the seriousness that it deserves.
0: Well, well we're covered. Uh, Shout out all to the best the Adam staff did, if they're listening, any, and also Adam. Did any of you uh, guys see? We hard. I you. didn't mention this. <laughs> 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 I didn't mention this last week because I forgot. Did you? Did anyone see the footage of Connor McKenna? Um, the Irish Jet playing for Essendon do the solo. It's called the solo when you kick it to yourself in Gaelic football yeah. against the oh, yeah, Crows. How mm-hmm. fucking good was that? Like,
1: Mate, it's pretty good, but we, we had an Irish bloke who used footy. to do that all the time. Yeah. It, it's better actually do the Ronan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he do it to the step Ronan? around a and, bloke, and, though? Yeah, he did it. He did,
0: chipped and chased. Did <laughs> he do it in the AFL? <laughs> He did it in the AFL Sydney. Yeah, right. I thought it was amazing. I thought that was brilliant. I like, I like sort of AFL. You know, it's it's a pretty loose game, but when people bring definable skills from a different different sports into that, I think that was fabulous to watch.
1: I went, on that on on highlights or the of from last week. What did you think of that Port Adelaide guy's bow and arrow uh, goal celebration?
3: Fine. Oh, they were talking about it today in the I game when he lined
1: up to it. put yeah. him in front. I know, and he missed, I was, and I was I very happy he missed. <laughs> yeah. Dersma
0: yeah. is him? Yeah, Dersmer, that's yeah. him. I think people were reacting I against the it. head right. flick, but if you're going to go, you go all in, like with the head flick. Oh, yeah. It was very strong.
2: Yeah.
0: It's was, a bit I've flamboyant
3: for mine, but, you know, some people get off on the flamboyance,
0: so good luck to them. Some people do, yeah. and I think it was great. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, needles. there we go. Yeah, growl.
2: Needles, are another, uh, 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 I guess, code uh, swapper, Um I think it was maybe a month ago. I reckon Zach Williams did a one-handed bounce, like a basketball bounce.
1: All oh, right. So bounce down and caught with the same hand without the assistance yep. of the other hand. Is that what you? Absolutely,
2: are? yeah. Yeah. I reckon I've seen Scott Pendlebury
3: do that a few times. Like, when it's come out. He's bounced it on the ground as a first control thing and moved on. He to did the it once a off
0: of a pigeon. Basketball, yeah. He's incredible. I and mean, he's an ex-basketballer as well. Yeah, right? yeah he is. Yeah. 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 Well, the the old Pat, Mate, Patty He's Williams, the reason Paddy Mills, Mills is playing took in the spot. NBA. Yeah, and making too a lot of money a, a year. Um, so I've just got to quickly mention that we do actually have a podcast troll. Uh, it, yeah, oh. it's my mate Tickle Yama. Uh, he keeps sort of sending me stuff and saying, you should have talked about this. It's mostly Richmond crap um that, that's how you know you've made it Yeah, tell me it. about <laughs> it but he, so he sent me another text that made a fair point but i said we're not going to talk about it because you actually have to send an email to never surrender pod at gmail.com which then he went, actually went and did within 35 seconds what is the deal with australia post only delivering packages when you are out warm regards so it's
3: out, it's, it's outsourcing and neoliberalism it's, you know things given you're involved in politics you should be all over that's your, your
0: neoliberalism <laughs> Perfect. Politics and football. Thank you Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan. Speaking Keep of listening. politics and football, uh Batman was with me this after on Wednesday afternoon when the Squinters recorded the second episode of our podcast spin-off The Squiners Chat Up and we chatted up Chris Bowen. Mad Sebo Sorry, Sebo. Mad or Sebomb? Sebo. Mad's fan in his... Wait,
1: that's what he's known as. That's what he's known as in the <laughs> that's big what house. Bill Shorten but called what about it. Wouldn't you get that confused know. with Steve Chiobo? Really? No. Probably <laughs> Chiobo's <laughs> known as Chiobo's known as
0: Chibata. <laughs> That's a squinner scoop by the way. You haven't heard that yet oh, until now. But why do they calling Absolutely accurate. They do. But, um, <laughs> we had a chat to SIBO about his squinner's origin story and the the merch that he's got in his office. Uh, yeah, look, it's, it all seems to check out. Well, I was a bit sceptical, <laughs> um, but uh, he's got quite an extensive backstory. He's a genuine so. article. Uh, yeah, and hats off to that it. is going to drop next Thursday. And I'll, I'm just going to send this teaser out that there's a, a possibility that Never Surrender might be recording from London this Saturday after the Sydney Swans game. So, Mal, you'll be three in a row. So just get yeah. your loins. Obviously coming off a big day at Edgebaston at the first day of the Ashes. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, you'll be right. Big week, isn't it? Big you week right. in Australian you sport. You will be right. Is there any more for any more? Silence says no. Which case? Nothing more, other
1: than uh, I suppose we should probably cover the Australian swimming uh, draws oh, no. at some Oof. stage, but uh, oh. maybe not tonight. It's a
0: bit yeah, like okay, Batman, but yeah. all right. Let's let's park that and we'll come back to yeah. it with uh, with full steam. Full, full steam. Perfect. Full steam. <laughs> um, look, if you want to get in touch like John Patton has and a few of our other people <laughs> have, uh, get in touch with the, Squinners, the you know, Speculate with us or at us at never surrenderpod at com. Make a point, ask a question. Guest nine. Say goodbye. Never surrender. Bartman, welcome back. Say goodbye. Goodbye, never surrender. Growler.
2: Good night. Never surrender. Never surrender.